Hey and welcome back to Out of Office. This is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. My name is Fiona Thomas, I am the author of the book Out of Office and I am here to have a catch up and just fill you in on what I've been up to um, since the last episode aired in 2020. So I'm recording this in January 2021. Um, Yeah, let's not even even bother recapping on what (laughs) what a shit show of a year uh, 2020 was and let's just get stuck into um, some fun stuff that you can hopefully action in your own business or in your quest to be freelance. And in this episode, I wanted to talk a bit about something that I did in December that really revolutionised the way I think about the way I work. And it is the fact that I went part-time in my business for a whole month. I decided that I was going to work um, two days a week, two and a half, kind of, um, and just see what happened. So I'm recording this right now, you know, it's January, I'm pretty chill, feeling kind of hopeful about the year. I feel like I've got everything under control. I, sl- I slept in late today, I slept till like 11. Um, yeah, I'm just feeling like if you came and spoke to me today, you'd be like, oh, she's a pretty chilled out gal. She's She's got everything under control. But if you had walked into my house a month ago, six weeks ago, uh, you would have been greeted with a very different Fiona Thomas <laughs> because I was, you know, towards the end of November, the start of December, I was just really teetering, teetering on the edge and basically already submerged in uh, a quite an intense state of burnout and was very anxious all the time. I had to, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know a lot of this, like, I used I was um having to cut out caffeine from my diet because I was just so jittery all the time. Like I was having palpitations, um like what felt like heart palpitations. I was having panic attacks. I was having panic attacks in the supermarket. I had a panic attack on um during an osteopath appointment, which I've never had before. Um I was not sleeping very well. I was feeling emotional all the time. I was unable to concentrate on work, really struggling to write as well. And as a writer, obviously, (laughs) that is a concern. Uh, It's a bit of a red flag. Uh, And my mind was just constantly whirring all the time. Like my brain would not let me rest. Even when I'd finished work for the day and I'd sit down and try to read a book, couldn't read a book, tried to watch a TV programme, couldn't concentrate tried to go to sleep, couldn't sleep. My mind was just in absolute overdrive. And being someone who has struggled with mental health for almost a decade, like like I knew that this wasn't right. I knew like this isn't this isn't healthy, you can't continue like this. But I think like a lot of people, um like I just kind of downplayed it and was like ever like so many people have got it off much worse off than me like I don't have any right to complain like just got to push through but got to the point where I looked at my diary for December and it was pretty quiet and I thought do you know what there was like I kind of came to like a fork in the road 
when I was looking at my diary and I thought if I don't lean into this kind of blank space in my diary then I know that I will automatically just fill it up like I'm going to start reaching out to people I'm going to start like you know for, for when I was promoted out of office and continue to promote out of office I do a lot of PR which is free so I will write guest blog posts I'll appear on podcasts I'll deliver free training for people and I thought if I don't fill I'm going to fill that space with loads of free work which is going to be great it's going to be beneficial to uh, my business and it's going to raise awareness and all that stuff but I just there was just something inside me that thought what if what if I just didn't fill that space what if I just took this as a sign that December needs to be a quiet month for me and so that's when I decided right we're going to do this I am going to go part-time for December and just see what happens so for a bit of background if you don't already know this might be the first time you're listening to this podcast or maybe you have followed me for a while but you don't know my my kind of backstory I always think that people know and then I forget that of course people don't know people haven't haven't heard my story that goes back like I say almost a decade I I haven't always been a freelance writer. I used to work in uh, hospitality. I managed coffee shops in, when I lived in Scotland. I live in Birmingham now. Um, but I, yeah, it was in busy kind of management role at the peak of what I thought was the peak of my career. Well-paid job. I had a, a, a fancy job title. Um, but I just couldn't really... I felt like, I felt like I, was, I was a square trying to fit into a circular hole like I just didn't fit into the management what what a manager in inverted commas is supposed to be like like I wasn't very authoritative like I've always been an introvert I didn't really thrive in a customer facing environment because I'm just much better working on my own so that and lots of other things just kind of contributed towards me having a mental breakdown when I was 26 I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and basically have struggled with mental illness ever since then. I'm definitely out of the the woods that I was in in that first year to two years um, when I was off work. I didn't work for a year uh, and then when I did go back to work I went back to a new role in in a low responsibility role so I went back to work as a waitress and I worked as a waitress for a long time because that was all that my brain could handle really so that's just a bit of background that basically I still live with the aftermath of that mental breakdown I am on medication for depression I struggle with anxiety a lot I struggle with social anxiety so mental health is a big just a big part of my life and it always has been and it always will be and I don't resent it it's a big part of who I am as a person it's made me who I am and it's also a big part of my business because the first book that I wrote was called depression in a digital age and it is my mental health memoir and I started out as a mental health blogger and that is what I was known for and I still am known for is talking about mental health in a very honest way online so when I, when I got into freelancing, um, basically I thought this is this is brilliant. This is just what I need because working in 
a customer facing environment with a mental illness is very difficult because flexibility to me is something that's very important and you don't get a lot of flexibility when you work in a job that doesn't offer flexible working hours. So, you know, if you work in an office, you could potentially request flexible working. You could say, I only want to work after 10. You know, I want to come in late and finish late or come in early and finish early. Like, that's not really an option in hospitality because you need to be there in the hours when the shop is open, when the cafe is open. So, to me, having the flexibility was going to be like a big game changer for me. I thought I will be able to if I wake up one day and I have um I'm going through like a low mood or my anxiety is really out of control like I don't need to start work at 9am the way that I would used to in catering I thought if I feel awful then I can just I don't have to work right there and then I can sleep or I can go a walk or I can do some exercise and then I can start work later on and you know basically like be able to create a schedule that works for me and lean into that flexibility and take days off when I need them take a mental health day it's really hard to take a mental health day when you work in hospitality and just in traditional working environments that's that is the truth I know mental health awareness has come a long way but there is still a lot of stigma around asking for a mental health day or taking time off to look after yourself so to me that that flexibility was was brilliant for freelancing but if I'm being honest like there are times when I know I should slow down and I don't because now I'm in a job where I really love what I'm doing you know I'm doing creative work I'm working with amazing people I'm doing things that I never thought I'd be able to do like writing books and promoting a book and all this fun stuff and all the work goes towards my business so and if you're a freelancer or a side hustler you'll know that you do this you do this because you love the work and you want to build a business that's your own so it can be I didn't realize it would be so hard (laughs) To basically take the mental health days that I so, you know, so wished for for so long. Now that I have the opportunity to take them, I'm just being honest, truthfully, I don't always take them. So I could have just taken a week off, I guess, when I was looking at my calendar, um, and there was a lot of blank space. Like maybe you're sitting there thinking, "What? Like, why did you decide to go part time? Why didn't you just take a week off like a normal person?" <laughs> Well, first of all, I had some work that was um, that I couldn't cancel. I couldn't, so there wasn't a week where I didn't have any work on. Um, and most people would be like, "Oh, why don't you just like postpone the work or whatever?" Blah blah blah. Um, but I was in the middle, and I'm still in the middle of teaching a six-month writing program, which is called Inspire Write Repeat. Sorry, Inspire Write Repeat. I wish I'd named it something different because it's really hard to say um, quickly. <laughs> so it's a six-month writer's program, and it is the the core element of the of the course is that we show up on Zoom every Wednesday morning and we write together. So we don't we don't have the cameras on. We just chat in the in the text part of the video, and we I provide prompts and and we get together and we write. So it's accountability for people who want to write more. 
and people have paid to take part in that course so I knew that I couldn't take a week off um, because these people had paid for the course and it's brilliant like I love I love hosting it so I knew that that was going to be like a part of my December no matter what and I had a few calls in and a little bit of work to do like that I had committed to do that I knew I couldn't I couldn't get out of and didn't necessarily want to get out of um and also, if I'm being truthful, I was a little bit scared of having a full week off and nothing to do because time off and during lockdown, during the pandemic, just feels like really scary to me because <laughs> we're so limited to what we can do. There is no, um, there's like so few distractions and having time off to just lie around in the same space that I work just to watch TV and stuff just didn't really appeal to me and yeah so I was kind of just scared about the fact that I know work is a really helpful distraction for me and I was kind of worried that if I stopped um, I would have a full on mental breakdown and not be able to come back to work that's what I was scared of if I'm being honest so I thought part-time feels like way more doable because I thought if I take a full week off I'll probably want to go want to pick up my laptop or I'll want to check my emails and then I'll feel bad if I do so I thought if I just do part-time then it kind of is a bit of a compromise and I was kind of curious as well to see like if I only work two and a half days a week like how much work can I get done? Like can I actually squeeze a full week of work into those days? Am I just filling my calendar every single day, five days a week out of habit and can I get the same amount of work done? And I really wanted to just ch- challenge this this kind of narrative that we've been told that we have to sit at our desk between nine and five for five days a week. Uh, as a business owner don't we have this amazing opportunity to challenge that because it's just the status quo it's just what we've been spoon-fed as part of you know traditional work culture that that is what is to be expected of us so I just kind of wanted to say like can I just can I just not do that is that possible can I run a business and do that Um, so that was my kind of reasoning behind why I decided to do this experiment of being part-time and I'm going to get on to the the kind of how I did it towards the end because I know a lot of people will be thinking like how how did you manage this because if you'd asked me this like a year ago I would have said that's completely impossible like my cash flow does not accommodate that situation so stick to the end and I'm going to tell you um, the kind of logistic the logistics of how I did it but first of all, um, just wanted to talk a bit about the the benefits and my experience and how I found it. Um, first of all, the my sleep, <laughs> my sleep. Thank God, I managed to sleep uh, because in the kind of the weeks leading up to it, I had, like I say, I'd be really struggling to sleep. But God, the first few days, I had a list of stuff that I thought I was going to do, like these books that I was going to read and the, um, this workout that I was going to do and all that stuff. No, no. 
For the first three days, I think, I slept until midday. Slept until lunchtime, got up, had a shower, went a walk, came home, (laughs) had dinner and went back to bed. That was basically my routine. And I didn't, if you follow me on Instagram, you you will know that I have got into home workouts a lot um, over the last 12 months. Uh, with the gyms being closed, obviously, I have had to figure out a way to work out. Um, so I normally do that in the morning, but I sacked that off and I was getting outside and I was enjoying the fresh air. And that that was just brilliant. It was such... I, I, I'm an introvert, so I like being alone. Like, being alone to me is like a holiday. Like, <laughs> that. so being able to go out and walk for as long as I wanted. I'd go out and walk for like you know, an hour and a half, two hours, pop into a coffee shop, get a takeaway coffee. That was great. Uh, Combined with just the loads and loads of sleep, it was so good. I also felt like I finally had the brain space to, to fill up my creative cup. I talk a lot about filling up your creative cup and how important it is and but I, I felt like I'd kind of hit a wall to the point where, like I said earlier, earlier like I couldn't read a book, I couldn't watch TV. Um, but during my month of part-time, I managed to really, thank goodness, get back into reading again. I read a couple of books, I started to journal again, which felt really good. Um, just just some kind of free writing, just picking up a notepad at the end of the day and writing how I feel. Or even in the middle of the day, like if I, and this is something that comes with practice, I think, when you have a mental illness, like just feeling like something wasn't right. And instead of distracting myself with work or picking up my phone, I actually just went and sat down and wrote out how I was feeling, which is something that I recommend to people, but I'm really bad at taking my own advice. <laughs> but that was like a big, a big kind of breakthrough realisation moment of like, I really need to learn to observe my emotions more and to kind of unpick them instead of masking them or pushing them away by working on a new work project or going on another Zoom call or whatever, that was a really big deal for me. I also finally got into writing, um, as in a different kind of writing. So I've I've always written non-fiction. My, my two books are non-fiction. Everything on my blog is like personal. I've written for magazines and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, but over part-time December, I started to write fiction. So I started to write a short story. If you know, um, there's an author called Jen Campbell. She has a kind of short story course that you can do. It's, it's not a course, it's kind of like a workshop. So I signed up for that, uh, which was great, and then got some feedback from Jen, which was brilliant. And I also got some feedback from my friend Kasim, who is an editor and an author himself so he very kindly read over my short story as well and just had some really nice things to say about it and I just think I wouldn't have I don't know if I would have given myself permission to do all that had I not been part-time because work always comes first so it really helped me to I think reconnect with that hobby 
in the reconnect with my kind of purpose of like why why I'm doing all this it's because I love writing it's that's why I do this podcast it's why I write books it's why I run a business it's because I love to write and I think as freelancers we a lot of the time we forget why we started so having the time off to write write a bit of fiction which I'm continuing to do because it's just like I say fills up my creative cup um, having the time to do that which is brilliant and I, w- I know I wouldn't have made time for that if I'd been working so um, I'm really happy with that like that's something I will carry on now um, into the next in the next year I think going part-time as well because obviously I had the time off but then I still had two and a half days a week where I was working I felt like I had a lot more focus on the days that I was working Um, I felt like I got a lot more done but I was also just more present and less distracted and less flaky like uh, like I'm always the person that's running late to the zoom or forgets about the zoom or has you know double booked myself or I've got meetings back to back I felt like that wasn't happening I felt like I was moving through my days quite purposefully and quite calmly um and I kept um I kept space open for one-to-one mentoring calls which is something that I introduced a few months ago if you didn't know that you can head to my website um I do one-to-one calls now so that if you don't want to do any of my courses um you can book like a power hour where we'll get on zoom together and you can get my advice on lots of different things so either stuff to do with writing pitching to magazines or if you are starting a side hustle or thinking about making the leap to freelance you can book an hour of my time. So I booked um, quite a few um, of those calls over part-time December and yeah I just felt like I could be really present with those people and give them the best possible value and I actually really enjoyed them um, which which felt really good because one-to-one work is something that I've not always felt good about but this time round it felt it felt really good, it felt really natural, it felt like I was giving those clients the best possible service that they could get. Yeah, so that felt good, it actually felt invigorating as an introvert, like often when I do one-to-one work or I'm on a Zoom call or something that involves me kind of performing or talking a lot, I often walk away feeling exhausted, but I was finding that I was walking away from those interactions feeling invigorated and feeling better than when I went in which was like which hasn't always happened that way so that felt good the hard parts of being part-time were just reminding myself not to work even if I wasn't sitting at my desk and trying to remind myself not to think about work not to be planning not to be writing up Instagram captions on my phone and not to be making lists about stuff that I want to do in the new year all that kind of stuff like that was definitely hard it was hard but because it was a month-long process it definitely got easier over time and that month led into time off for Christmas so so it felt like it was all working towards time like official time off where I didn't work at all so 
I guess in that sense it worked really well. I'm not sure how how it would have been if I'd just gone part time and then gone straight back into work again. I think I don't if I if I do this experiment again, which I think I will, it'd be interesting to see how it feels taking a month of part time and then going straight back into full time. Because I think I would struggle with that. <laughs> I really enjoyed having the time off at the end of it. Um, other things that I struggled with was ignoring emails. I'll just be completely honest, I didn't ignore my emails. I kept my email on my phone. I did have an out-of-office responder, so it meant that I didn't... People weren't expecting a reply from me because I'd set an out-of-office saying that uh, I am I'm on holiday and I'm not responding to emails. But I still checked my emails and... I'm glad I did, if I'm honest, because there was a few things in there that information that I did need to know and information that needed to be actioned straight away. So I talk about this in the book, uh, in and out, out of office, that I don't think there's anything wrong with checking your emails when you're on holiday because a lot of the time, when you run your own business, when you're a company of one, there's no one there to pick up those emails in your absence. So, and sometimes there, there is information there that needs to be actioned right away. And it's all very well your pals that work in, you know, work for a big bank and there's a hundred people in the office, somebody else will pick up the slack. But when you are a company of one, it is your reputation on the line if you miss something and you could have you could have known about it and you could have kind of solved the problem or whatever. So I personally don't think there's anything that bad about checking your emails when you're off work, as long as I think the secret is so that nobody expects a reply so you can go in it's kind of like when someone's house sitting and they come in and they just like turn the lights on check nothing's burned down and then they leave again like (laughs) I think that's what you do with your emails is you just check everything's okay and then you close it and you ignore it personally I think that's fine um and I guess the other hard part was just getting over the this kind of idea of not working and therefore does that mean that I am not earning enough money? So I guess there was a few times where I was worried about, um, oh in January what happens if I come back and I've got no money <laughs> and there's no money coming in? Does a stupid to take, go part time for a month and, and not be getting income coming in but I just felt like I felt like because I'd left days open for one-to-one slots and people were booking them I felt like I can still work I can work part-time and earn a little bit of money and it's still topping up my income and I also felt like December isn't necessarily the time to be in my industry anyway launching courses and stuff like that it just didn't feel like a time to launch stuff because everybody was spending money on um you know Christmas presents and stuff like that it just didn't feel like the right time to be selling a new service or a new product so I will talk a bit about the financial aspects in a minute but I don't want you to think that I wasn't worried about money because I was I think as a freelancer you just always worry about money and you always there's things you can do to negate that and to minimize the worry but you will it's just an inherent thing that you just always worry like well what if I'd what if I run out of money (laughs) so I definitely that was always in the back of my mind but I try to remind myself 
to look at the facts and to look at the figures and remember I'd done my calculations and everything was going to be fine. So hopefully that has given you like a bit of information about how I, the highs and the lows of being part-time for a month. Um, but how did I do it? What what are the practical thing, measures that I put in place so that I could do it? Because obviously I didn't just decide one day I'm going to go part-time and then and just like close my laptop and go to bed for a month. <laughs> That's not what happened. There were things I had to do to make sure that the business was running in my absence and that, you know, my days were organised and my weeks were organised. So I went through my calendar and first of all just rescheduled anything that I knew wasn't, not wasn't important, but could be done on the other side of the holiday. So I rescheduled anything that wasn't essential. I blocked out in my calendar um, to, well, a full day for one-to-one work with people and then a half day in the evening for one-to-one work with people and then a half day for the the Inspire Write Repeat course that I was doing. So there was like about two days a week where I blocked that time out and said like, these are the days that I will be working. Because I knew if I just said to myself, I'm working part-time, I would end up still working a little bit every day. So, because there are other ways that you could work part-time. You could say, I'm going to work, you know, nine till 12 every day, Monday to Friday. I didn't want to do that because I knew once I started working then I wouldn't stop and that would just end up in five days of work so what I wanted to do was kind of split my week in two and work Monday Tuesday and then Wednesday morning and then that and then take the rest of the week off so I and I work with a paper diary a paper calendar that's just how I roll if you've read my book you know I'm very passionate about this (laughs) I'm just a paper diary kind of person so I literally went through with a pen and blocked out those days so that I knew not to um, book any calls or whatever on those days. Um, financially, um, I knew that I had money coming in. So that's how I was able to kind of stop working. And the way that I knew that I had money coming in is because for all the courses that I have ran in the last year, I've offered payment plans. So courses that I did in like October time had a six month payment plan option. So I knew that I was going to have payments coming in from them, uh, even though I wasn't having to deliver the work because I offered people these payment plans and the courses finished like a couple of months ago. Um, so I had that and I also had the Inspire Write Repeat course which was set up as monthly payments as well and basically in December there was an overlap of two courses where I was getting a little bump in my income that then was going to go down at the end of January. That was when like I could see like in my projections basically that I was going to have more income in in December than towards the end of January. So I thought now is the best time really to take time off because I know that I've got this secure income. So my advice to you would be start offering your clients payment plans because it gives you the opportunity to um, 
have that little bit of financial security for your future and it also means that people will be able to spend more money with you so if you are off if you find you know you offer a package that's maybe like a thousand or two thousand pounds and people often shy away from that is there a way that you can break that down into monthly payments because you might find that you will get overall your income will be increased because I know myself like I'm not I'm not a millionaire so if I have to spend a lot of money on something being offered a payment plan is a huge huge deciding factor and that for some reason just feels so much easier to invest in something if you're able to pay over a few months as opposed to in one one-off payment um because a lot of us just can't can't do that so I would definitely consider a way that you can do that I know that a lot of like photographers and designers and stuff like that already do this they take payment up front and then they'll take another payment when half the work is completed and then they'll take another payment when the comp- the job is completed so I think that's something that you might think that you can implement in your business I certainly didn't think that I could because you know about 18 months ago I was getting a lot of income from journalism work and I don't set the terms with that you know I pitch to a magazine and then they pay me I thought this is just the way it's going to be I'm always going to be chasing invoices that are like three months backdated and then I started running courses and workshops and actually I found that payment plans not only help the customer but they help me too so just something to think about if you if the, if financial security is something that you worry about payment plans um or, or a subscription model of some sort if you're to start a membership site is a really really good way to help you potentially go part-time in your business as well if you wanted um, another thing that i did to kind of plan for part-time was i scheduled Uh, I scheduled some work for January and I say scheduled some work basically I uh, created a a half day writer's workshop that I knew I wanted to run in January and that actually takes place on the 16th of January it's a Saturday morning uh, and it's called creative confidence for writers so it's kind of like a condensed version of the inspire write repeat program which is like over £500 to take part but this one-off a half-day workshop is just £49 so you can show up and I will uh, basically have very hands-on we talk about confidence and we all get together and we write together so I'll give you prompts and exercises to build your confidence as a writer so it's something that I was really excited about and I thought you know what I'm just going to create the event I'm going to put the button up there so people can buy and then it just kind of eased that anxiety of that underlying worry of like oh what am I going to do in January what am I going to do for money um you know just just that anxiety brain wanting to know what's next what's next what's next so I decided just to put that up there and it meant that I could schedule some content to promote that and slowly I've been selling tickets you know even though I wasn't working I could see the ticket sales coming in and that felt really good so if you can do something like that if you want to take you know time off for a month or go part-time for a month schedule something in the future um whether it's a meeting with a potential client or whether it's um launching a new product or 
launching a podcast, whatever it is, try and plan something for the future so that it eases that worry of coming back to work and not knowing what to do, not knowing where to start. So that I, I found that really helpful because I felt like I could come into um, my, my time back at work and feel quite grounded and quite purposeful um, and knowing that what I was working towards. I also um, booked a call with my friend Jo, Jo Hooper. I booked a one-to-one session with her. Um, she is a mental health at work mentor and she's just really, really good at helping me organise my thoughts and put really practical measures in place to manage my mental health. So I booked a call with her at the very start of December and said to her, I basically I'm going part-time but I'm really worried that I'm just going to end up working all the time. Um, so that was brilliant. Like I can't, I know having a coach or a mentor is feel like a really extravagant purchase when you are just starting out. Um, but it's definitely something to work towards. And I just booked one call with with Joe. It was I found it to be really affordable for what I needed, just for that one-off little burst of support. And she just listened to me rant for an hour and then what she did was she kind of helped me organise what it was that was stressing me out, what was worrying me and all the stuff that I was worrying about. She basically very smartly, very cleverly pointed out, she said, this is just your anxiety. She said, this is all stuff, because I was talking about launches in April, (laughs) March and April and all this and planning out my whole year for 2021 she was like with all due respect it sounds like your anxiety is just at an absolute all-time high and your brain is just trying to find things for you to worry about and I thought you know what you're you're so right (laughs) you're so right so she just said look we've talked about this you've you've kind of written it all down let's just say that you're not going to think about this in December and you'll think about it in the new year and that was really helpful. And she also, we talked about what I wanted to use my time off for and what was going to make me feel good and what was going to make me feel bad. Because there was a lot of stuff that I felt like I wanted to do in time off, like writing and journaling. And there was other stuff that I kind of felt like I should be doing, like doing, like I've bought a copywriting course that I wanted to do. Um, I'm a member of... Um, Vix Meldrew's membership site Grow and Glow and I thought oh I could catch up on all the all the courses on there and Joe was a bit like is that really time off though um so she was really good at helping me decide what was going to drain me and what was going to fill up my cup um and we kind of came to a little kind of agreement that I would be like do my exercise at this time every day and this is when I would journal and this is when I would write and admittedly like I didn't fully stick to that plan but at the beginning of the month like staring into this this month of going part-time having that plan in place just felt good because otherwise I felt like I was going to panic and I was going to just open my laptop and I was going to start answering emails and start start doing work so just having that kind of plan to refer to was really comforting and definitely helped me um, choose healthier practices and healthier habits at a time where I could have just lent into my chronic workaholism. (laughs) So 
that is that is the story of how I went part-time in my business and why I went to work part-time and why I think I will probably do it again and I'm thinking now that you know like part of me thinks could I just be part-time forever <laughs> like could this just could I gradually trim down my days so that I maybe only work four days a week or three days a week or it definitely feels like it feels like I've got now like a structure in place that I could repeat should I experience that chronic burnout again and and that feels really good it feels really good to know that I've got systems in place now that if I start to struggle with my mental health and I know that a day off isn't going to cut it I can actually trim things back and I can take time off and I can just take advantage of the fact that I run my own business so why not why not take advantage of all this flexibility that, like I said, I so greatly wanted those all those years ago and now I have it, so why not make the most of it? Anyway, that is, that is the episode. That is the end of the Out of Office episode for this week. Uh, I would absolutely love it if you've enjoyed this episode. If you could head over to Instagram, pop me a DM share it with your friends Um, and of course if you like this episode and you want to learn more about going freelance you can pick up my book out of office it is available on all good bookshops you can buy it online get it delivered you can get it on kindle and you can get it on audiobook too so that's all for this week Uh, i will see you in the next episode take it easy and i'll see you soon bye